Okay, this is it, guys. This is this is for real. <laughs> I'll give it a minute. Let you guys hop on. It has been. Uh, well, I'll get to that in a second. Let's pull up Instagram. Let's see if that works today. Don't have my fancy camera today. Just got the old, the old built-in webcam today. So you know, visual quality isn't what it could be. But hey. We can't complain. All right, Instagram, what's up? What's up, everybody? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Uh, about 45 minutes of technical difficulties trying to get this live going. Someone didn't want me to go live today, but here I am. You can't stop. You can't stop me. YouTube, can you hear me over there? Those of you on YouTube, let me know if you can hear me. I can, I can check too, obviously. Here we go. You hear me? Okay. Okay. So, uh, welcome everybody. Germany, Mau Mau, what's up? We're going to be talking about some sexy things today. We're going to be talking about uh, semen retention and male non-ejaculatory orgasms. My favorite. My favorite. Okay. Uh, it has been, wow, it's been a month, guys. It has been... It's, it's, it's been a summer, let me tell you. Things are cooking. Things are flowing. Living life. What can I say? Um, got some updates, but... Well, okay, the first thing I want to say is that I have a free training one week from today. Oh, a week from right now, I will be on this live training. It's free. It's called Male Sexual Mastery Secrets, and it is going to be a training for men to learn how to last longer in bed learn why a lot of men experience premature ejaculation, how to overcome this. You're going to learn how to have non-ejaculatory orgasms, how to channel sexual energy through your body, and, uh, you know, really bring it in the bedroom. How to, how, to, how to go from kind of being stuck with your sexual energy, stuck where you are now, just in general in life, and to master this force as a fuel to be more successful, to have more energy, more confidence, you know, all that stuff. So highly you know, if you're even remotely interested in learning the sexual kung fu practices, learning to have non-ejaculatory orgasms, learning to have sex for hours, complete ejaculation control, join this training. There's a link in my Instagram bio. There's a link on the description of this YouTube video. Male sexual mastery secrets. And um, I'm going to get into the subject today, which is semen retention and non-ejaculatory orgasms. And to me, these two these two things are quite connected. But for a lot of men, they're not. There's some guys who are doing just semen retention, and they're not having non-ejaculatory orgasms. And there's guys who are doing non-ejaculatory orgasms, but they aren't really practicing semen retention. So it, when you put these two things together, oh, bam, you've got some serious, well, you've got some serious firepower to work with. So first of all, let's talk about why. What what is also so semen retention for the man is the act of withholding from ejaculating, and you know maybe for varying periods of time. But the idea is that you're not ejaculating every single day. You're not ejaculating frequently as the average man does. Why? Because every ejaculation is a dispersal of your energy, your life force, your jing, j i n g, your physical essence. It takes a lot of resources for the body to create the sperm, to create the semen, and when you're just ejaculating it frequently you're wasting it 
you're spending from your core reserves of your energy and it starts to catch up to you. It really does. Especially in the world of sexual overstimulation, the world of, of tube porn that we live in where men are being excessively unnaturally stimulated to ejaculate multiple times a day. And it's completely destroying their vitality. It's depleting their hormones, low testosterone, low attention span because they're in a state of depletion. It's not a bottomless well. It seems like it in your teenage years, but it starts to catch up with you. Then you're like, well, I'm, I'm 22 years old. Why can't I get it up anymore? Well, you jerked off too much, son. Too much tube porn, son. Too much Pornhub. Too many crusty socks under the bed. You know what I'm saying? So non-ejaculatory orgasms. Men can have orgasms without ejaculating. For men, ejaculation, orgasm, these are two different things. They just happen to occur at the same time. But you can separate these things. That's what sexual kung fu is all about. And so the thing here is that a lot of men hear about semen retention, and they're like, well, why would I want to do that? That sounds terrible. Never ejaculating. Where's the fun? And the assumption is that, you know, uh, again, ejaculation and orgasm being the same thing. Therefore, a lot of men say, well, if I'm going to practice semen retention, I can't have sexual pleasure. I can't touch my penis or I can't have sex. And so they're like, nah, I can do that shit. The good news is that this whole thing of non-ejaculatory orgasms, you actually get tremendous benefit from having sex, from having sexual pleasure, and then not ejaculating at the end. I know some guys hear that like, what the fuck? Like, why would you want to do that? Ejaculation is the whole point. And again, this is coming down to a lot of our conditioning, a lot of our uh, ingrained patterns we have around sexuality, around uh, being conditioned to finish every sexual act with an ejaculatory orgasm. That's what it's all about for a lot of men. So when you learn to have non-ejaculatory orgasms, first of all, it's pretty awesome because you can have these over and over and over. You become multi-orgasmic. Instead of just one ejaculation, that's it. I'm done for the rest of the day, maybe for a couple of days. Instead of that, it's really, it's it's quite endless how many orgasms you can have as a man how deep the well of sexual pleasure becomes, how fulfilling the experience becomes. So the first benefit of all this, when you practice semen retention, when you stop ejaculating frequently, you have more energy. Because again, you're, most guys are wasting all this energy creating where uh, their body's basically just constantly trying to work overtime to replenish all the semen that they're wasting through this excessive ejaculation. It's a huge waste of resources. It takes a lot of it takes a lot for the body to create semen. If that's a new concept to you, you know, it may sound crazy, but uh, just ask yourself, how do you feel before you ejaculate versus after? Clearly, there's a shift there. Clearly, there's an energy loss. And so when you stop doing that, when you stop ejaculating all the time, you have more energy. Higher energy levels. That's the first thing I noticed. When a few days, the first time I went like four days without ejaculating, I was like, oh, shit, I have more energy. I have more focus. I feel more driven. Huh, maybe there's something to this better health, I would say, because again, a lot of guys are living in the state of depletion. Most humans on the planet are in a state of depletion. They just get used to it. So they just assume, oh, it's just normal to have brain fog. It's just normal to be depressed. It's it's normal to want to sit on the couch and, you know, scroll through Instagram and do nothing with my life. It's normal. I, I guess it is kind of normal, but it's depletion. Depletion is becoming normal. So when you stop, when you, when you, when you, when you, seal the hole 
that's in your bucket, your energy starts to build, rebuild. Your vitality, which you've been wasting for years and years, starts to rebuild. And pretty soon, your energy improves. I can't make medical claims, but your health improves. You feel more vital. Your hormones, your libido. Here's the thing. When a man has an ejaculatory orgasm, he becomes temporarily impotent. He usually has very low sex desire, so low sex drive. Even if he wants to, he usually can't get it up. You, you can't get it up. You have that changing of hormones that happens after an ejaculation. You're at a very low state hormonally. High prolactin, higher estrogen, low testosterone. So again, you become temporarily impotent. And when you're ejaculating every day, you're literally living in that state, that state of post-ejaculatory uh, hangover, we could say, which sucks. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be that way. Here's the thing. When you're practicing retention, when you're having non-ejaculatory orgasms, oh, you can have all the you can have all the sex you want. You probably have, will have more sex, more sexual pleasure because uh, there's no refractory period, right? So your libido increases when men practice retention. When men are not ejaculating constantly, they typically have higher testosterone levels. So you're basically ready to go 24-7. You can last as long as you want during sex. There's no ending point to sex when you were no longer ejaculating, at least not frequently. So you become much more virile. Your ambition, your drive, your focus are improved because, again, you're when you're just depleting this energy, men who are ejaculating all the time, they are a bit too satiated, we could say. They're a bit too content. They've overindulged, and so they have no drive left. They have no desire left. So uh, it often makes them feel quite lethargic, quite depressed and empty. So they try to fill that hole with uh, more, more porn, video games, drugs, just staring at a computer screen, at a television screen for hours on end, try to fill that emptiness. But you don't feel empty when you're rebuilding your your life force, your core essence, your gene, your sexual vitality. And it's this energy of drive, of, of this expansive energy. Our sexual energy is a driving energy. When you feel aroused, you feel very driven. You feel uh, that pressure, that pressure of sexual desire, of sexual arousal. You can use that to drive your life. So a man who is not frequently ejaculating is more driven. He's more ambitious. He's going to be more likely to like, you know, do things that require effort. Put in the practice, put in the work to get places in life rather than just like, well, I'm just going to work at a shitty job just to get by and blah, blah, blah. No. You become driven to perfect yourself, to to grow yourself in all levels of your being. So your your drive, you be more successful, more confident, more outgoing, more just more energy, higher energy lifestyle when you're practicing retention. And you ultimately, when you're when you're doing this, having non-ejaculatory orgasms, as I was talking about a little bit ago, you actually experience a greater degree of sexual satisfaction and more sexual pleasure. This has been my experience. When I was, uh, when my experience of sex and pleasure was purely ejaculatory, it was never really. I never was really satisfied because I was so focused on this point of ejaculation. As soon as I it came. 
soon as I came, it gone. It was gone. You know what I mean? It's it's such a fleeting experience. The ejaculatory orgasm it's like, it lasts like five seconds. Yeah, it's really pleasurable, but it's 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 like that. It's there, then it's gone. So to be overly focused on that is a huge waste of potential pleasure, potential other orgasm experiences you could be having. So instead of that five second shoot your life force out, you allow it to build through your entire body. This is the non-ejaculatory orgasm. It's this this building, this building that pressure of arousal and orgasm through the entire body. And so it's not as intense. The, the non-ejaculatory orgasm, it's more of this wavy valley orgasm. It's a state that you enter into. And it's initially not as intense as an ejaculation, but there's really no end to it. You can you can sustain it as long as you want. You can do it over and over and over and over. So you're constantly in that state of orgasm instead of, okay, the five second intense, but then it's gone type of orgasm. It's a it's just a different dynamic of how you experience it. And again, for me, it's ultimately levels and levels beyond, you know, more pleasurable. And they become more intense as you get deeper into this practice. So unlimited orgasms, better, longer lasting orgasms. Uh, be able to do that as much as you want versus like you got one. Okay, it's intense, but very short-lived orgasm. What do you choose? It's like it's uh yeah yeah, yeah. it's like do you want to eat organic food all day and feel really really good and amazing and high energy, or do you want to have like one you know one fat donut that makes you feel like shit the rest of the day? And unfortunately, a lot of people choose the donut, right? But I I choose the I choose the quality personally. Um. And okay, here one one of the benefit before we get into like how do we do all this, how do we do this, is that you have a uh, well, you perform better. Quite frankly, you have more sexual stamina. You have ejaculatory control because when you learn to have non-ejaculatory orgasms, when you go through the sexual kung fu training, you learn how to control if and when you're going to ejaculate. For most men, this is somewhat involuntary because it's not really involuntary. Most men have just ingrained this pathway of ejaculation. A stress-based response to sexual stimulation is what it really is. They've ingrained this pathway so strongly that it's it's basically the primary unconscious pattern that their body is using during sexual pleasure. With training, you can change that. And then you start to have complete ejaculatory control. This is one of the greatest benefits of sexual kung fu. Premature ejaculation is a huge problem worldwide. You know, the average man lasts four minutes. So with this training, you can last as long as you want. So sex lasts a lot longer. It's a lot more satisfying for you. It's a lot more satisfying for your partner. You know, there's often a big gap between men and women in, in the bedroom. And this helps to match that gap. Okay, so that's some of the benefits. Like why? Why do this? Why? There's many reasons. There's even more than I mentioned, but, you know, I think that's a good starting point. And, uh, and of course, if you guys have any questions, hit them in the chat box. I'll be getting to questions here in a moment. But how do we do this? How do we start? How to practice human retention as a lifestyle? How to have non-ejaculatory orgasms? Well, here's the thing. Semen retention becomes effortless when you are doing what I'm talking about. When you're having non-ejaculatory orgasms, what this really is about is balancing your mind and body developing a deeper mind-body connection. Most people are stuck in their stress response, their, par their their sympathetic nervous system. They're primarily functioning in a stress state and definitely during sex. If you have premature ejaculation, it means that you have a stress-based response to sexual stimulation. You're stuck in that fight-or-flight nervous system and you've ingrained that pathway in your body. But the good news is that it's 
it doesn't have to be permanent. You can change that. It's going to take some training. It may take some time. It's definitely not an overnight process for most people, but you can do it. That's why it's Kung Fu, baby. Skill, discipline, training, hard work. Put your put your Rocky Four music on and go fucking train. You know what I'm talking about? So a balancing the mind, deepening mind-body connection. This is what sexual Kung Fu is all about. There's all these practices that I teach in my system where I take I take you through a sequence, sequence of training training the mind, the body, training using the breath to balance your nervous system state, using body awareness to start to control how you respond to sexual stimulation and to start guiding the flow of energy, of sexual energy in your body. So instead of your pathway of sexual arousal expenditure being out the penis and ejaculation, you create a new pathway up the spine, baby. Ooh, spinal orgasms. That feels nice. Full body orgasms over and over and over and over and over if you so desire. So learning to control arousal, which is as simple as controlling your breath in the beginning initially. There's a lot more layers to it, but if you can just breathe deeply, smoothly, like a, like an ocean current, you'll be able to last a lot longer. And what this is really about is circulating your sexual energy. So here's the whole thing with semen retention. You start building up, you, you, you stop ejaculating pretty quickly you feel pressure you feel arousal and for most guys this manifests as them being incredibly horny uh having like obsessive lustful feelings and that that's why retention can potentially imbalance people because it pulls them into the lower energy centers of their body this is what's happening when you're not doing sexual kung fu the whole the whole it's a whole system of training it's not just one thing uh when you are circulating your sexual energy out of this lower center of the body, bring it, integrating it to your whole body, your whole energy system, your whole energy body. It changes the form of that sexual energy. You start to have different types of orgasm. You start to react to basically arousal differently. And you you start to, instead of like, you, you have a sexual thought, sexual desire, and like it it's uncomfortable. You're like, I have to go jerk off and get this out of my body. You're able to transmute that energy into a driving force, into a creative force, into a loving force. And this is what makes semen retention effortless. It no longer becomes this daily struggle like, okay, well, I'd really like to ejaculate, but this guy said not to. So, ah, one more day, ah, one more day where you're just like, it's like, you're just shoving this thing in a closet as much as you can. And it's just building and building. You, you can't do this through force alone. Like, but you could do it for maybe, you know, a few weeks, a few months, maybe even like a few years at the most, but eventually it's going to consume you. Sexual Kung Fu is not about suppressing anything. It's about redirecting. It's about creating a conscious connection and harmonizing with this aspect of your psyche, your mind, your body, your human nature, and basically creating a new response to sex, to arousal, to desire, and definitely a new orgasmic response. And again, we do that through sequential training. Qigong, Meditation practices, breathwork, yogic practices, and this stuff. This this may sound super esoteric. You're like, okay, sure, like, yeah. Uh, who's going to be able to do that in the modern world? But the thing is, you can do this while living a busy lifestyle. I did it when I was working full time job. You know, I would get home from work and go to the park and do my practice. Fifteen minutes a day, you'll make progress with this, right? It's just it's just a choice of are you committed to doing this? Do you really want to do it, or are you comfortable staying with your, where you're at? That's that's what it really is. 
And uh, the biggest thing here is releasing this involuntary stress response we have to, to sexual stimulation. As a man, when you can do that, you can have complete ejaculation control. You can have non-ejaculatory orgasms over and over and over and over and over. And um, you got it. And someone's asking, are you going to tell us how to do it? I mean, I, I'm, I'm telling the overview. You know, I can't teach everything here in, in a lie. But basically, it's about instead of the pressure building up and exploding out the penis, you use your mind and your breath to move it through the body, the microcosmic orbit, this main pathway through the body. It's, just, it's as simple as that. It becomes as simple as moving your mind through that pathway. Um, but to create that simplicity, you know, you have to you have to to do some different drills, different trainings to embody those principles with your mind, body, energy, body connection. And so that's what the sexual kung fu system is all about. So if you want to really learn the steps to do this, join my male sexual mastery. It's a free training one week from today, next Friday. Uh, there's a link to sign up. Save your space now. You know, make sure you get in there. Uh, there's a link in my Instagram bio, Male Sexual Mastery Secrets. There's a link in my Instagram, or sorry, my this YouTube video. There's a link in there. Sign up for that. We're going to go into depth tomorrow the how to do this. Uh, it's going to be really awesome. So I will see you guys there. And with that, let's get into some questions. Put your questions in the chat box, and I will answer some questions now. <clears throat> How's everybody doing? I hope you guys are doing well. Hope everyone's having a good summer or a winter if you're in the Southern Hemisphere. I'm about to start uh, a pretty intensive next month of training. I'm doing, uh, starting tonight actually, I'm going to be studying two weeks with Michael Wynn, in-depth Taoist internal alchemy training, Nadon. It's going to be awesome. Then, after, then I'm heading to the uh, West to study with some of my other teachers and to visit some family things. So it's going to be an awesome month. That's what's up. Okay. Okay. I got some questions coming in. Put your questions in the chat box. Slugs and Snails says, should be teaching this stuff in school. Girls get to learn about periods. Boys should be taught about semen retention. Absolutely. Should be taught the importance of our, uh, our sexual energy. Absolutely. But we don't really have a schooling system based on empowering people, do we? Obviously not because we're not taught the most crucial skills. We're taught how to be slaves. We're taught how to be employees. We're taught how to take orders from someone we perceive as being above us and not question them and then regurgitate this same things we you know, had to write down many times to other people when we're questioned otherwise. We're taught how to you know, not learn. We're taught to be slaves and mindless. Anyways, that's all of the rant. This schooling system, you know what else pisses me off? Anyways. We'll save that for later. <laughs> Any other questions? Okay, what's this? Alejandro, what's up? He says, hi, Jonathan. I've been in retention for 30 days, and I've noticed when I go to pee, I release a drop, a drop of seed, pretty thick and brown. Why does this happen? Brown is an interesting color to have your semen. I don't know about this. You know, that's maybe more of a medical-related thing, but I will say that um, <clears throat> it's not unusual when you're practicing retention for fluids to get backed up and a bit congested and it can come out your bladder. It, it, what's often, this especially can be uh, just like prostate fluid building up. Like if you're having a lot of arousal and it's not really being redirected anywhere, then you can experience you know a lot of like prostate fluid being released. Or again, you may have small amounts of semen releasing. Uh, so don't worry about it. It's like, it just means you have a excess amount you're, you're kind of backed up and it's just an overflow like it's 
don't worry about it. don't get don't get obsessive about the stuff like you're going to ejaculate here and there you know it's there's no reason to like obsess over every drop of semen or else you're just going to turn into a, a, a fanatic and you won't be able to enjoy a life you know i can't i can't go out and eat honey i might drop some semen you know what i mean like it's, it's exaggeration but I, it, it becomes true for some some men so yeah, Paul says, I'm on Cetraline and I found my libido is gone. It sounds like a pharmaceutical. A lot of these do kill your libido. That's why I don't, you know, take your doctor's advice, all that stuff. You know, no, no medical advice here, you know, uh, without consulting with your doctor. But a lot of pharmaceuticals fuck you up. Western medicine is a control system. It's an enslavement system. It is not a wellness and health system. Yeah. Adam Dukoff, I see that name. What's up, brother? Says the multi-orgasm man course, one of the best investments in be <laughs> one of the best investments of all. Oh, I got I got my sales team here, Adam Dukoff. Uh, awesome, brother. Yeah, Adam, Adam took this work and ran with it and he became multi-orgasmic. The man became a Qigong addict. He's doing great things. What's up, Adam? multi-orgasmic mishram man my boy in germany i believe germany saying no questions just wanted to thank you for putting this out i took your course two years ago the multi-orgasmic man course and it totally changed my life forever and i cannot imagine ever going back so thank you so much for the hell yeah uh my boy multi multi-orgasm mishram man uh, follow you know check stuff out you peeps in europe you got you got a you got a, a rep representative over there so hell yeah glad to hear that the work is is changing life i mean it's, it's, i don't know anyone who's gone through this path training in depth and was like oh you know what i actually did it no it was stupid i'm gonna go back to the old life no no it doesn't happen when you do this like you're you're, you're changed forever there's no going back Brandon Smith says, you may want to get an STD test, bro. Yeah, for the brown semen. I don't, I don't know about that. I, I don't know. I don't know. People often ask me questions like, I got yellow in my semen. I got orange in my semen. I got tadpoles in my semen. No, I haven't really heard that one. But, you know, people are like, I don't fucking know, dude. Like, I'm not a, I'm not a you know, <laughs> I, there's no link on my website saying, send your semen in here. I will ana analyze it for you. You know, I, I don't know what to tell you guys. You know, if it's not white and thick, I, I don't know. If it's, if, if it's yellow, if it's brown, I'm not the one to talk to. Go, talk to uh, uh, you know, a professionally trained semen analyzer. <laughs> Zaus, Zaus says, do you ascend your sexual energy when you exhale or when you inhale? It doesn't matter. Um, th there, there's a lot of like the breath, like, okay, you must breathe, you know, step A, inhale up the spine, exhale down the front of the body. But you'll see another system that says, exhale up the spine, inhale down the front of the body. And after training this stuff for 10 years and experimenting with all kinds of things, you realize the physical breath is just, it's kind of a training tool in the beginning. It helps you to like coordinate a process with another kind of physical process, which also helps to balance your mind and body, which is the breath. But ultimately it transcends the physical breathing and you can be holding your breath and moving the energy in a certain way just with your mind. So it doesn't matter. Whatever feels, you know, whatever helps you the most, it's great. It's, it, it's, it's not one way or the other. And eventually the breath, you know, eventually linking the breath to the practice is unimportant completely. So don't over obsess about, it. don't get stuck with that. Kali, Khalil says, I've tried retention, but I found that I started experiencing erectile dysfunction. There could be 
some causes to this. Now, something I need to mention here is that I'm not a proponent of like retention as in like trying to go forever without ejaculating. I think that that's a actually unhealthy approach. I believe in cyclical ejaculations for men. For me, it's about four to six weeks or so. Um, something, you know, I may even go longer. We'll see, but, um, that's pretty, because for me, if I go longer than that, sometimes I do feel a bit of, of stagnance in the, uh, the pelvic region, the prostate region. Now I will say that doing like, of course, pelvic floor releasing work. There's, I have a lot of videos on this. I just released one on YouTube, really great pelvic floor release, uh, um, exercise routine, prostate massage as well is really important. That helps get the, keep the fluid from building up. That can be another cause of that, like stagnance, tension, erectile dysfunction. So. Um, yeah, but the, the circulating sexual energy, that's the whole thing is, is if you go too long without ejaculating, you can't experience diminished libido and erectile dysfunction. So that's why I have like a certain sweet spot and that's going to vary based on your age, you know, practicing sexual Kung Fu as well, because I'm able to, to basically extract the energy out of the sperm. So if I do ejaculate after six weeks, it, it I don't really feel a difference at all. In fact, I often feel quite energized afterwards, a complete different dynamic than when I began. It took me several years to get to that state, but yeah, that's a whole another thing. So it's about balance. This is the path of balance. Trying to just obsessively practice semen retention to get like a number is going to lead you to a dead end. But obviously ejaculating every day is not beneficial either. So my advice is to focus on doing the practices, redirecting your sexual energy, recycling it the best you can, really storing the energy in your body. And if, you know, after several weeks you ejaculate, it's not a big deal. Don't obsess about it. <clears throat> D Rock says in the book, so Montauk Chi's book, Multiorgasmic Man, it gives exercises to flex the PC muscles and to do it with flexing your mouth and eye muscles at the same time. How do you flex your eye and mouth muscle? Well, I don't teach this exercise. It's not one I practice. I don't recommend the the, the PC squeezing, which uh, it, first of all represents a bit of a misunderstanding of the male pelvic floor because the PC muscle is a specific muscle which is more around the anus and it, it takes a good deal of isolation to just squeeze that muscle with a Kegel type contraction. Usually what you're actually contracting is the BC muscle, the bulba cut, whatever the fuck muscle, <laughs> BC muscle. So BC, PC, IC, there's all these different pelvic floor muscles. I just say pelvic floor muscles because you're usually squeezing many of them. Right. Having said that, uh, yeah, a lot of the exercises in that book, there's the, like they call it the PC pushups where it's like, yeah, squeeze the fuck out of your pelvic floor muscles. Do that. A lot of times I used to do those like all day, every day for years and years. And you know what? It hurt my uh, sexual stamina. It actually made me more sensitive and come closer to ejaculating, I realized, after years of doing it. And when I stopped doing Kegels, when I stopped squeezing the life out of my pelvic floor, uh, that's when I developed like complete ejaculatory control. Relax it. Relax it. Don't, you know, Kegels are very misunderstood exercise. A lot of misunderstanding around the male pelvic floor and, and uh, in regards to sexual control. Most men have too much tension there as it is. So check out my video, Kegels are Bullshit, on YouTube to learn more about my, my, my view on this topic. So yeah, don't, don't ask me advice for exercise with someone else's book. I didn't write it. I don't, I don't teach that stuff. You know what I mean? All right, next question. What do we got here? Ooh. 
Brandon Smith says, cannabis immensely helps my mental health as I am working through some significant childhood trauma. However, cannabis gets in the road of my sexual vitality. Is there a practice you recommend to replace cannabis? Yeah. So I used to love, I used to love the cannabis myself, you know, smoked every day for years from like 18 to 18 or 19 to like 21, 22. I smoked it every day. I had the long hair and everything, you know, that's uh, fine. But uh, yeah, I've, eventually I realized that it definitely lowers your sexual vitality if you're using it every day, uh, lowers testosterone. It makes you just kind of, for some people, I think it's probably good for like really just totally excess yang people who can't chill the fuck out. It's probably good for them to have a little cannabis now and then. You know what I mean? It's about balance here. But for me, I, because I'm like, you know, I'm a cultivator. I have Qigong. I shouldn't, I, I, I'm not going to rely on external substances. I'm going to do it from my own practice. And that's what gets me high now. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of negative effects to it as well. And, uh, and the practice I recommend to replace cannabis for me, it's Qigong. Absolutely. Qigong gets me high on the life force. You get fresh chi in your body. You release the old clearing old blockages and, and traumas like you're working through. It's phenomenal. That's actually what one of the things that it, I never tried to like quit anything. Like I was never like, okay, I'm going to quit porn and I'm going to quit drinking alcohol and I'm going to quit smoking weed. That was never like a decision. It was more like I just lost the desire to because I was taking on something better. I was spending more and more time practicing Qigong, meditation, yoga, all these things, breath work. And I felt so good from these things in such a balanced way. It gave me a sustainable 24 hour high. And I started to realize, oh, when I smoke weed, it just kind of throws me off. Like, yeah, I feel a little silly for you know an hour or two. And then I just feel like shit, I feel depressed. I feel lethargic. I don't think I'm going to do this anymore. So that's how it was for me. You know what I mean? So start focusing on the practice. Do Qigong, do breath work, do meditation. Also like doing something with your life. If you're being productive, if you're like hanging out with cool people, doing, having new experiences, having creative outlets. If you're not doing these things, you know, if you're just sitting around like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? I have a job I hate. You're stuck. It's time to get out. It's time to get out of the matrix. Uh, expand your boundaries a little bit and like see the world. Live with like, what if we only have this one lifetime? Do you really want to like just do the same shit every day, day after day after day? Or do you want to have like new experiences, do cool things, study amazing esoteric practices, read books, develop yourself. You know what I mean? That's the ultimate high is to be on the path of, of growth, of transformation and self-mastery. There's a practice I teach in multi-orgasm. Well, there's many practices, but one specifically called transformational breath work, which is uh, you use the breath alone, just breathing to get high as fuck. Like it's better than psychedelic drugs. It's amazing. Christian, Christian says, is this only for men? Well, there are uh, obviously, you know, most of what I teach is very much geared towards men, but there is practice for women as well. I mean, pretty much a lot of things, all the practices I teach women can use Qigong, breathwork, meditation, microcosmic orbits, equally valid. There's just, there's slightly different dynamics for, uh, women within the practice as far as, you know, for men, it's about lessening, minimizing ejaculation. Whereas for women, it's about, uh, you know, orgasms aren't a problem for women, but it's, it's about deepening their relationship to deeper layers of orgasm or internal orgasms from the internal yoni space, um, balancing their hormones, all kinds of things. So yeah, there's practice for women as well.
I am for for Quan for Chuan says, what is the role of torso in all of this? I do not understand the context of that question. Um, the torso, I mean, this, this uh, in in what in sexual kung fu practice, and I don't I don't understand the question. A little more context there on what about the torso. Slugs and Snails says, can you start this practice at any age? And is it easier to start when you are young or older? Well, first of all, you can definitely start at any age. It's never too late. And it's never too early to practice sexual kung fu and cultivation of energy. Uh, obviously, it's going to be easier when you start when you're younger overall, because the thing is, the older we become, the longer we've been doing things a certain way, the more ingrained those pathways become in our, our mind our body, our energy system. You know, it's like the, uh, what's it? Lao Tzu talks about the tree that it's young and flexible. It's able to blow with the wind and bend with the storms and it's not easily broken. Whereas the tree that's old and rigid, it's easily just blown over, broken by storms. And same, same thing with us. The more kind of rigid we become, which a lot of people get more and more rigid, stuck in their beliefs, stuck in their habits, the older they get because they've been doing it for longer and longer and longer. But those of you who, you know, some of us, some people stay very, very flexible. They're able to like be open to new ideas, be open to new ways of doing things. And those are the types of people that will progress with this work. I said that anyone can do this, however old you are. Yeah, it can be more, there can be a little more to work through with the older you are, but you also need it more because this work is really about protecting your vitality. I believe, I mean, this, this is the big thing of like the Taoist practices is they're all about maximizing sexual vitality in your old age because your sexual libido is one of the main indicators of good health and longevity. If you have poor libido, low sexual desire, it often means you're hormonally imbalanced. Therefore, your jing, your physical essence is excessively been spent. And so rebuilding that is the most important thing you can do for your physical health and vitality. Sex drive, sexual libido, and your core vitality and health are very much interconnected. So keep it. So that's one of the greatest things about sexual Kung Fu is it allows you to manage, uh, maximize managing this whole thing. As you get older and older, I'm going to be a horny 90 year old. I can tell you guys that. Ah, Zelse says, I agree. Thank you very much. Cannabis helps you, but at a high cost. It can be. It burns up your gene. It is the whole thing. And, and I'm not a person of like, uh, like you can never, ever do this. Like, again, I smoked weed in my day. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I survived. I'm, I'm, I'm healthy and vibrant. It's, it's definitely not going to kill you. Like, if you're going to do something every day, it's not the worst. It's definitely better than alcohol, in my opinion. Obviously, it's better than like shooting up heroin every day. Um, so, you know, it's whatever it's, it's good. It's definitely good for people who have like chronic illnesses and things like that. But the whole thing is, is, uh, for me, I'm like, what can I get the most high for the le the less side effects, the least, you know, pay the least trade-off, which for me, Qigong is like, there's really no, nothing negative about doing it. I can do as much as I want. I can stay high all day, baby. And I do with these practices. Yeah. <laughs> 
John Malice says, has your voice deepened or is it the mic? Well, you know, it's interesting. I, I, uh, I went to this, I was talking my last live about this, um, uh, workshop I went to with my partner. We were doing polarity work basically. And there's a practice we did. I've done similar practice, basically just like expressing, closing your eyes and just like expressing yourself, however you feel like it, like moving however you want, making sounds. And eventually I like had this vision of me being like, like, it was almost like channeling my ancestors, like just feeling the, you know, the fuckery that's happened to every, every indigenous people, which we most, we, we all have like indigenous traditions that got just, you know, fucked over by the control systems of religions and things like that. Anyways, I felt the, the pain and the anguish of this, just the suppression of humanity in general. I'm just like, and I'm just screaming at the top of my lungs, just, ah, just fucking hitting myself really hard. And like, it was intense. And like, my throat felt all weird after that. And then it was deeper. My, my voice, like if my voice changed from, it's like, I couldn't talk. It's just interesting. Something's changed. So yeah, my, it seems like my voice has changed a little bit because I've been, I've been incorporating different practices and things like that. So yeah, scream, do primal screaming. I'm driving around my car. Sometimes I just, ah, just fucking let it go. You know, we need to scream. We need to yell. It's, it's, it's inappropriate for us as a society. Why is that? Because, you know, uh, true expressive masculine behavior is suppressed. It is. So the more that you can do it, um, you'll feel better. Hit your uh, scream like a warrior, driving around your car, whatever. It will will change your voice. <laughs> Amongst other things, it will give you a, a much needed release. Nathan Karoka says, what are the four main books around energy cultivation and vitality that you could suggest? Energy cultivation and vitality. Those two things specifically. I have a whole book of, of, or a whole book. I have a whole library. I'm, I'm accumulating of amazing books. A lot of Qigong stuff. Some rare, some rare titles too that you can't really find so much. Um, but I'm trying to, you know, people ask me this question a lot. Like, what are the main books? Okay, number one is going to be The Way of Energy by Lam Cam Chuen. Uh, number two will be Opening the Energy Gates of Your Body by Bruce Francis. Let me think what else. I mean, there's there's tons of other ones, but just for overall like balanced energy cultivation, what else comes to mind? I've been reading a really good one called, uh, what is it? I got around here somewhere. Zhang Yuan Qigong by uh, Ming Tong Zhu, who was one of the one of the big, big boys of of the big kind of Qigong wave of China. Um, Zhang Yuan Qigong. Ah, here it is. My lovely wife is bringing it to me. Zhang Yuan Qigong. This this is actually f a phenomenal book. I'm like, I wish I had started with this one. It's got all kinds of shit. That's a good one. That's yeah, that's a good one. It's got all kinds of advice on like health and healing and and, and things like that. Um, number four. I'm I'm trying to think back. Like, what books did I start with that really helped me the most? Because a lot of Qigong books that are great, but it's just like eh. ultimately studying with a teacher. Because it's one thing to like read the words in the books and things like that, but I didn't truly understand all the principles that were talked about until a teacher helped me feel it in my body, feel it in my body. Um, number four, number four. I mean, another classic will be some of Montauk Chia's old books, the ones that Michael Wynn wrote, uh, like the Awakening Healing Energy Through the Tao, Tao Secrets of Love. That's a good one. Let's come to mind right now. Yeah. There's there's also the 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 science of qigong by uh, what's his name Ken Ken Cohen that's a good one as well all right next question 
Seven Sins, what's up? Says, hey, John, do you think music is good to have while having sex with a partner? So, like, playing music, getting in the mood. Yes, but only if it's, if it's like, biblical hymns, you know. Otherwise, it's a sin. <laughs> uh, that'd be weird, kind of, wouldn't it? <clears throat> or maybe not. It is a holy act. Shit, it's sacred. Fuck. Um, yeah, no, I think it's great. Music can be great. Yeah, you can create a nice ambiance, especially some, oh, get some, like, R&B, some, like, mm, yeah, baby, oh, that could be nice, too. So, no, I, my partner and I often play music to kind of, you know, do our practice. Creates a nice ambiance. Sometimes it's more, like, energetic, upbeat, dancey. Sometimes it's more, like, shamanic, tribal. Yeah, music's great. We are music, you know. We're, we're all we're all vibration and uh, frequency. It's cheesy, but it's true. We're all fucking vibration. Uh, MZ says, can you decrease, how can you decrease heat around the testes? Cool them off. Ice them. Take cold showers. Don't stuff them in boxer briefs. I don't wear underwear, guys. I go commando. My boys hang free. And I ice my balls every evening before I go to sleep. I take cold showers. I was jumping in really cold. Oh, 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 oh. I'll talk about this in a second. But yeah, cool them off. Uh, yeah. Ice, cold water. How do you cool anything? change the temperature. Yeah, yesterday I was out deep in the mountains here in Asheville, North Carolina to find the sacred reishi mushroom. One of my favorite things to do in the summer, they have reishi mushrooms grow here, uh, which is a medicinal mushroom. It's not, it's not psychedelic. It's not psychoactive, but it's a very potent medicinal mushroom, which, which, which sounds like it's boiling down over there. I'm boiling some reishi right now. Um, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, it's it's like the, it's like this tradition for me. Every summer I go out deep into the mountains. I have a secret reishi spot that's all with tons of reishi mushrooms. Um, they're the lingji. The Taoists call them the mushroom of spiritual potency. Shen tonic, jing qi shi balancer. Reishi are really awesome. They grow in very high vibe spots. So I had my little trek yesterday. Daniel. Daniel Ploy says, if Jack helped you off the horse, would you help Jack off the horse? <laughs> I love it. It's a riddle. <laughs> That's great. Major props for Daniel for just dropping in and, and dropping that gem. Thank you, Daniel. You made my day. If, if Jack helped you off the horse, would you help Jack off the horse? I love it. I love it. Of course I would help Jack off the horse. Oh, God. Now that's Now that's on recording on the internet. Uh, reishi mushroom, R-E-I-S-H-I, one of the most important tonic herbs in uh, Chinese medicine. Reishi is awesome. Subliminal Vinyl says, thanks for doing these lives. Always good to have a weekly reminder of these principles to help keep us on the path. Thank you, JW. Hell yeah. Thank you, SV. Jeremiah says, is in a first week's, the first week's of course, there, okay, the first week's of my Multigasmic Man course, there's something about clearing out trauma. Can you tell more about it? So, well, first of all, I just say I'm not a qualified trauma relief counselor or something like that. You know what I mean? Just a little, but, these are practices. So yes, my course, Multi-Orgasmic Man, begins with clearing practices because an issue a lot of people run into is something I ran into as well. It's like trying to learn these sexual practices without clearing the under, 
it, basically it's like you already have a cup that's full and you're trying to add more into it. People are trying to do new things when they already, they're still, it's like, it's like a monkey hold, you're holding on to the past really. So it's like a monkey trying to like swing from vine to vine, but it doesn't want to let go of the old vine. So it gets stuck. That's what's happened for, for a lot of people doing these practices. They still hold all this baggage and all these belief systems and traumas and bullshit from the past. So it's really important to start with clearing this stuff out. And that is how I begin uh, my multi-orgasmic man course. There's some really, really deep, powerful practices for clearing, uh, clearing negative emotions, clearing patterns from the past, potentially traumas through breath works, through Qigong, certain practices, very, very powerful work. These are the tools that I have, because, you know, I've explored all kinds of things. I've explored all kinds of paths, you know, shamanistic traditions, yoga, I've into all kinds of energy healers, Reiki, uh, Shakti Pop, blah, blah, all kinds of shit. You know what I mean? And what I teach in my trainings is the tools that for me have stood up to the test of time that are the most powerful, effective, simple, but also this is the thing. You don't rely on someone else to do it. This is how you get the most empowerment is you have the tools, you do it yourself. So you're not like, putting this other person on pedestal. Well, I need this person to heal me. I need my, I need my guru's blessing. No, no, it's all from you and your direct connection to life source energy, life force source energy. Yeah. So that's why teaching the, the, the first modules of multi-orgasmic man is some really fucking deep, powerful clearing practices that make me feel awesome. Awesome. And the other day, just the other day i was at this place in town called sauna house which is basically uh there's a we, we get a private room my partner and i and there's a cold plunge you know cold ass ice water and then there's like a infrared sauna i think it's infrared it's hot as balls in there and so you sweat your balls off for 20 minutes then you jump in the cold plunge it's it's phenomenal you do this for two hours you feel like a new i feel like a new man but i'm sitting in the sauna doing the healing sounds just like just like oh my god i'm just deep 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 clear and i'm sweating it out i'm purging out the healing sounds just fucking going deep bro it's awesome the shit works what can i say that's what's in the course i mean just that alone is worth the uh the investment you make in the multi gas man course which is opening soon by the way just just throwing it out there okay oh, <laughs> um, Joshua Covington says, Hey, Jonathan, I am starting back doing my chi practices and I'm doing lower Dantian work and Jan Zhuang. Is there anything else you recommend I do as well? Lower Dantian work and Jan Zhuang, I think like some good chi circulation practices are good because I mean, those are, yeah, those, that's Jan Zhuang's fucking awesome i do it every day every 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 day and i still love it i still just like fall in love with that practice all over again it's so phenomenal but it's good to um because too much the building kind of work which i would consider jian zhuang and dantian work to be uh you things can get a little stagnant so it's really good to have like some move a movement practice to move and circulate that energy that could be microcosmic orbit practice i recommend a good like qigong movement form i have several on my qigong playlist on youtube <clears throat> Even doing like stretching yoga things to just like really open up the body will help just keep keep everything flowing as well. Absolutely. So yeah, so circulate that chi you're building. It's going to be good. 
Nathan Karoka says, do you think that doing sexual Kung Fu while having a conscious threesome would cultivate more energy to manifest at a higher rate or is it all the same? It's an interesting question. And it's, it's a bit of a obsessive question because we see like, okay, one, one person's not enough. I need more. I need more. I need more. I need more, more, more manifestation, more power. So like be a little bit careful about where this is coming from. I know this is subtle, but like, you know, it's just, there's that. This is the thing though. A lot of guys get in this path and they kind of get overwhelmed by lust. And it's it's sneaky. It's very covert because they're like, oh, well, I'm doing spiritual practice. I'm a spiritual person. I identify as a spiritual person. But meanwhile, they don't realize this. They're they're kind of feeding some shadow side patterns deep in their in their nature and they're doing the spiritual bypass with this is why, like a lot of Tantra teachers become sexual predators. Literally, I've experienced this, you know, firsthand many times. Um, and I'm not saying that you are this, you know what I mean? But it's just like, I, I could just feel there's a little something in this, like, like, oh, it's not enough. I need more. I need more. I, I detect that from this. Here's the whole thing. If you have 20 partners, will that bring you more love? Will it bring you more, more balance and harmony? Will it bring you more intimacy or is it more dispersal of your energy? Is it more like you want a whole buffet of food instead of like one really good quality meal? You know what I mean? So there's, there's kind of this like obsessive lack of earth energy, lack of inner earth I'm getting from this question. So something to something to something to feel through um having said that will it really increase your manifestation power i mean this is the whole thing there's so many factors to this it's it's not about like how much again it's not how many people you're with it's about how open is your heart it's about how high can you raise your frequency to feel to truly feel and to be in a state of deserving that which it is you're trying to manifest and also how deeply can you merge yourself with that person true intimacy the more presence you have when there's several different people there it's often not as deep because you're kind of like oh this is exciting but that, i've had enough of that now there's this new thing uh, now that's old i need something new so it's like it's almost just like consumerism mindset you know what i mean like okay use this till it gets old and dirty and fucking throw it away get a new one it's often the mindset here instead of like going really 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 deep with what is in front of you and what is there you know what i mean so uh the question itself i think brings up more questions i would say and that's that's something i would kind of you know ask you to consider it's like what other what 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 where's that coming from and it, it already it's it's almost like this there's already communication coming from you that like there's not enough and i'm in a state of lack and i don't have enough because i need this greater more elaborate thing before i can consider being in a state of being ready to receive that which i want you know what i mean oh. all right Thomas Anonymous has just picked up some lion's mane. Excited to try it. Yeah, there's the lion's mane grow here too. I haven't picked them yet, but um, there's a local co-op that sells them fresh lion's mane mushrooms. They're they're great as well. The medicinal mushrooms, man, they're phenomenal. Not psychoactive psychedelic mushrooms, but like the you know the medicinal tonic mushrooms. Alexander the goat said, Alexandre the goat says, how important is diet to your practice? It's very important. You are what you eat. You become what you eat, and especially when you're doing energy work when you're doing high intensity energy work like i'm doing qigong you know three or four hours a day i'm burning some serious energy you need dense foods to ground you you need protein you need fats you need like like i need animal products i do i need pasteurized meats i, I, I did the vegan thing the vegetarian thing i was i was skin and bones i was very unhealthy very ungrounded i was like you could snap my body like a twig now i'm fucking strong bro Ugh. um yeah dense 
foods, healthy foods. I, I made a video on diet. Look up the sexual Kung Fu diet on YouTube. You'll, you'll hear everything I have to say about diet and a healthy, proper diet, my beliefs in that video. So go check that out. And this brings me to this question. Ben Timby, Ben Timby says, Hey, Jonathan, what do you recommend for diet eating schedule to maximize chi buildup? Yeah. And going back to what I said, like heavy, dense foods, but not, you know, ridiculous amounts. It depends. Like I, I'm burning a lot of calories, my caloric intake. I'm, I'm currently on a, uh, kind of a bulking phase where I'm putting on more muscle, higher intensity strength training I'm doing. Plus I, you know, I hit the gym three or four times a week. I'm doing Qigong three hours a day. I do martial arts classes three times a week. I do Tai Chi classes twice a week. I do my own Tai Chi practice. I'm doing martial arts. I'm doing all kinds of shit. I'm burning a lot of energy. I'm burning a lot of calories. So I need to eat a lot. I need to fuel my body. Um, but I also do intermittent fasting. But as far as like, chi, I mean, chi building eating schedule, it's, it's going to vary person to person. Depends what your training's like. It depends what your goals are. Like if you're trying to lose weight, for example, if you're like overweight, you're trying to get a little a lower body fat, balance out your hormones, you're going to probably want to be more of like a calorie deficit, uh, more like intermittent fasting. Whereas if you're like underweight, if you're deficient and you need to like add some, some chi, some mass to your body as well, you'll want to probably eat more and eat throughout the day as well. So it, it, it varies based on your constitution. Um, some people, it's better to like eat less meals. Some people do well eating like from morning to night. You know what I mean? It's just, there, there's many factors. There's no one size fits all with the stuff. But again, uh, for chi, building chi, you want to eat dense foods like uh, avocados, again, pasture-raised meats for me, uh, grass-fed butter, dense foods. organic, no pesticides, no bullshit, no fucking estrogens. Put that soy down, throw that tofu in the garbage, get some real food. Throw away that tofu, soy, soy boy. Joshua Covington says, will primordial alchemy help? I still have that course. Thanks for the answer. Oh, 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 oh. Yes, you want a good chi circulation practice. Primordial qigong is fucking awesome. It's a magical form. It's phenomenal. Really nice shengong, spiritual. Oh, oh, it's just it's amazing. It feels amazing. You do the form, and it's your uh, words can't. I, I remember I first learned that. I learned it from Michael Wynn back in 2016, and I came home and did it. And that whole day, I was just like, oh, oh, just this beautiful energy in my heart. Just this, oh, I feel good. Oh, just ah. Uh, it's just, it's great. It's very balancing, very refining. Oh, it's phenomenal. I love that form, if you can't tell. So that's a great one. Definitely do that. It takes like, you know, I mean, you can go through it in 12 minutes if you really, you know, I usually take like 20 minutes to hit that one, but that's a phenomenal daily. Amplify your spiritual progression, really harmonize and balance your internal elemental energies, the environment. Like it's a fucking magical form. But that's Zhang Sanfeng's secret, the creator of Tai Chi, his, his kind of secret alchemical spiritual qigong form it's phenomenal <clears throat> that's on my website primordial alchemy all right where are we at i'm gonna be doing a lot of primordial qigong this week oh baby do it on the equinoxes and solstices a lot of yuan chi neutral force there to capture 
I am for Quan. Fuchuan says, what's natural libido level? Like, how can one increase or decrease? Um, I'm not exactly sure I understand the question. Basically, like, what's a normal, like, you're asking what's a normal libido level? Um, that's, that's a different question. I think a normal libido level is high. You know, we're, we're, our testosterone levels as men are like half of what they were, you know, 40 years ago, 50 years ago. People's hormone levels, libido's dropping, 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 various factors. I'm actually going to be dropping up a very in-depth sexual vitality optimization guide video in the next couple of weeks. So watch out for that. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be pretty good. I'll get more into the reasons why and, and all the things to do that. But basically, well, okay. I guess the short answer, short-ish answer, increasing libido, live healthy, less screen time, protect yourself from EMF, electromagnetic, you know, fuckery, <laughs> electromagnetic fuckery, EMF. <laughs> there we go. Um, it's a very real threat to our health, you know, 5G and all that shit. Um, okay. Okay. What's the biggest, I think the biggest things for people right now, reduce stress, eat healthy, don't take weird pharmaceutical drugs. Don't inject weird shit in your body. Spend time in nature. Keep your balls cold. You know, exercise, get rest, balance your mind, do qigong, all those things. I've got some videos on YouTube of, of maximizing your vitality, basically. But yeah, um, and again, for men, regulating your ejaculation, not ejaculating every day, practicing sexual kung fu is going to really boost your libido. Um, as far as decreasing libido, as, as I'm getting more of like you feel excessively like horny, out of control from your sex drive. It's for me, it's not like you need to decrease your libido. It's you need to learn how to redirect that energy because it's great. It's great to have a high level of horniness and, and sexual desire. But if it's just making you do weird shit and turning you into like an angry, uh, kind of perverted asshole, it's <laughs> it's not beneficial. So what you want to do is circulate that. This is what sexual kung fu is all about. Practices to transmute that raw edgy energy into something more light, more usable. So it makes you more creative, more healthy, more driven to do productive, beneficial things. Yeah. So it's, so I don't, I don't think that you should try it. Like I remember somehow I was looking for something and I found there was like this Reddit, no fap Reddit of like these, these no fap guys, you guys know, I'm, uh, I think no fap is a good sign that men are like starting to be aware of the importance of their sexual energy and all that, but there's, there's still so much unconsciousness and like bullshit in that. Like even like just, you know, anyways, I was, I came upon this post where they're talking about like, Oh, there's this herb that like lowers testosterone, uh, basically lowers sex, sexual libido. So it makes my no fat practice more effective. You know, I can do no fat now because I'm basically castrating myself. I'm like, bro, like what's the fucking point of doing it? You know what I mean? It's like totally missing the point. You know, that that, that, that kind of sums up the nofap community in a nutshell there but uh yeah it's it's not about suppressing this thing it's about having a healthy relationship with it and uh reaching that sexual desire into completion in a uh a balanced way move it to the orbit put it into your dantian put it into your heart put it into your art build a business with it fucking go to the gym and fucking lift some weights with it you know what i mean if you're just sitting on your ass doing nothing of course you're going to feel overwhelmed excessively horny, bored, jerk off to Pornhub, put that energy into, like, go do something with your life. Okay? Okay. Okay, subliminal vinyl. 
Someone said, why is that bad from your worldview? I'm not sure what you were talking about there. Context is important with these questions, guys. Just throw that out there. <laughs> Subliminal Vinyl says, how do you protect yourself from EMF? Uh, I got, what is it? This is something really good. This is Shungite, S-H-U-N-G-I-T-E. Shungite, this is just a stone. I believe it comes from Russia or Czech Republic, somewhere in there. And <clears throat> scientists did, did uh, experiments to show that this eats, it absorbs, I think it's like 80 or 90% of EMF from devices. I carry these around my house. I carry a small one in my pocket. You can also look up Organite. Organite's a great, like real Organite. There's a lot of bullshit Organite, like most like kind of hippie tour shops you go to. They have these like, oh, they're pretty looking. It's 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 uh, um, it's basically just like fish pebbles, fake rocks, and like some metal things. It's, it's not doing shit. But there, Organite, actual Organite is a technology that uh, also eats EMF. So look into that. Look into like EMF protection stuff. You can get clothes that shield, you know, they make clothes that weave silver into the clothes. So it protects you from EMF. So get that, you know, get some shorts, get some boxers, protect your balls from this shit. Cause it is, it's castrating us. Run your orbit, program your energy field. You're doing your orbit. You're doing eight extras, whatever it is you do, you know, you say to it, transmuting EMF, transmuting EMF. And that may sound like, oh, it's fucking hippie shit. But like we can affect the reality around us. And thoughts on running. Running. I've, I will say right now I've had a differing relationship relationship with cardio exercise. Uh, running, it can be good, but if you do it wrong, you totally destroy your joints. People fuck up their knees. You know, you like, I, something, I, my partner and I, Mariah, you know, we go for walks a lot and like, we'll see people running and like, we're always like, oh, look, look how bad their form is. That dude's ankles fucked up. Cause they're like, you know, you can just, you can see people completely in their head up disconnected from their form and just like just tearing up their body so running can be good and can be terrible if you do it with good form it can be beneficial but i would run on like natural like running on concrete uh not good destroying your joints go run in like natural you know ground hills trails get more of a natural uh um alternation in the terrain but i like i like uphill sprinting uphill sprinting that's where it's at. For, I'm more like short-term high intensity than like, you know, I'm going to spend a fucking hour running. Like excessive cardio can also elevate your cortisol levels. So if you already have like a lot of stress, um, doing a lot of cardio can just exacerbate that in your system. I do boggle walking. That's my main cardio now. Boggle is fucking awesome. You're just generating counter-rotating energy fields. You're, you're creating this energy magnetic pull in the center of the circle and you start to get sucked into it and you're creating all these counter rotations in your body you're like rotation my dantian against my lao gong point hitting that into this bog was crazy guys bog was awesome i'll be i'll be teaching it i'll be teaching it some you know someday um it's phenomenal i'll make a boggle walking video one of these days but it's it's fucking awesome you're doing qigong and you're getting like a good walk-in like what's better than that i've been doing it like 30 minutes every morning there's this tree in the park i go practice it. it's getting like a ring around it for my boggle walking B-A-G-U-A, Baguazhang, all day long. Water Sports 1770 says, how do you not come when masturbating? Well, don't do that extra stroke, bro. Simple as that. You know what I mean? You're in complete control of the situation. Um, but this, take my free ejaculation control course. Use those practices while you're masturbating and you will develop ejaculation control. There you go. And, and check out my free training next week, Male Sexual Mastery Secrets. Sign up through Instagram bio, YouTube video link. Uh, I'm going to go into depth on how to control ejaculation and have non-ejaculatory orgasms.
Joshua Covington says, can't wait for the 12 week course. I think it's time for me to take it to the next level. I think it is time for you to take it to the next level, Joshua. I think you're ready. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's the course is packed. That's like the complete, you know, you want to fucking go all the way in. That's it. Hell yeah. Alexandria, the goat, the, the goat says alexandre the horny goat says i'm just kidding he says if taking on a new partner or entering a relationship how would you suggest we introduce the practice into the relationship yeah so at some point you know i'm I'm, th I'm thinking on this because first of all there's like okay how, how i would if i was dating now and i was in a relationship i'd be pretty upfront I'd be like hey like, i mean not not like first date i'm like hey baby i'm into tantric sex i fucking pull this semen up my spine what's your name you know probably wouldn't be that all the way out there right away with it but you know obviously be like yeah practice qigong practice Taoist cultivation and when the time was right I'd be like yeah part of the sexual practices sexual energy is important to me it's a big part of my life and uh you know are you into this practice? Because if not, there's going to be some problems. <laughs> That's important. For, for But for my current relationship, I mean, this was, it was a while ago, 2017, six years ago. We were we were getting intimate. You know, we were, we were getting it on for the first time. And I'm like, hey, you know, I don't ejaculate, baby. <laughs> I didn't say it that smoothly. Probably I was still a little awkward back then. But I was like, hey, uh, by the way, I don't ejaculate. So, you know, don't don't expect me to. It's I'm still having pleasure. I'm still having orgasms. Um, so just, you know, don't, I mean, don't overthink it, you know, don't make it about like pleasing them. It's, it's, you know, don't be afraid to be yourself. Like dating is equally you filtering. If you want to be with this person, like if they're a good match for you, it's, if, if you're in this thing of like, okay, I need to make sure I please them. Like you're going to be a nice guy. You're going to be a people pleaser. You're never going to find a really good relationship. You're going to be with the wrong people. So just have your standards. Be like I'm going to be with a person who's open to these practices, who's open to practicing themselves. You know, I'm not personally in my life. I wouldn't be in a long-term relationship or in a relationship with someone who's not cultivating themselves in some way. I've learned that for sure. Um, otherwise you end up doing their cultivation and balancing all their shit for them. And you're working double time and fucking sucks. I don't recommend it. <laughs> so yeah. And, and also it's like, I don't know if you're just kind of casually dating, you know, just having fun, whatever you, you, you can do the practice discreetly. You're just like, yeah, you're just fucking run the orbit, just sucking it up. You go, you ain't going to get it this time, baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Don't worry about it. Be natural with it. Don't be afraid to like tell them who you are and what it's important to you because you know, that's how you get a relationship. That's a good match is the, the sooner you can filter out if you guys are a good match or not, uh, the more pain you will save yourself in the wrong one. But if you're in this like needy, desperate, like, well, I need to, I just need a partner. So I need them to like me no matter what, like you know, your relationships can be fucked if you have that approach. Just be honest, be upfront. You know what I mean? Ghost of McAfee says importance of natural fiber, underwear, and clothes. Yeah, I mean, it's good to wear organic materials. I admit I don't always. I have some clothes that are polyester and shit like that. And um, it's good overall, though, because, yeah, a lot of the like the fake fibers have phytoestrogens, phytoestrogens in them and uh, can kind of. Um, negatively affect you could say it's like a lower vibration material and it can kind of like negatively affect the flow of your chi field but 
if you're a strong cultivator, it's it's probably not. It's going to be like a 1% difference. It's not the, the biggest deal compared to like living in fucking 5G zones and things like that. It's 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 not the biggest threat, the clothing, but it's so, it's important. I prefer cotton. I, I mostly wear, you know, natural organic fibers in my clothing, cotton, hemp. It's great. So recommend it for sure. But it's not if of all the things you're going to do for your sexual vitality. I would say that's that's further down the chain of, of priorities. Enough is enough, says in this age of controversy, what is the Qigong way to introduce or teach sexual ed to our, our young ones? Um, that's a good question. When I'm a daddy, how am I going to teach my boy how to retain his semen and not just bust a nut every time? I mean, just, you know, when they're coming of age, have the conversation. Be, be net like, I imagine, I mean, it's difficult for me to say because I'm not a parent. I can say, oh, yeah, I'm just going to be fucking, I'm going to be the best dad and yeah, it's going to be perfect. But I imagine I'd be pretty open with my children, with my children, my child, my son, what the fuck ever. Um, I'd be pretty open about the stuff. Be like, hey, this is what's out there. This is what you're up against. You know, I, I don't I don't imagine be the person that's like, you have to do this. I'm going to fucking make you do this. Because when you, when you, my dad tried to make me do a lot of things and I would do the opposite. I wanted to do the opposite of what my dad told me just out of spite. So I'm like, that approach doesn't work. So just, I think the most important thing you can do is just, yeah, communicate. Be like, hey, um, I love you. I want you to know like the world's fucked and there's a lot of fucked up shit out there. And this is, I think the most important thing is if you embody it, like if you're doing the cultivation and your, your children look up to you in a way because you're like embodying the stuff and you're like a fucking awesome person, which, you know, people who are like this, usually their kids do like them when you're not just trying to control them and tell them what to do all the time. You're just embodying it yourself and they like want to be around you and they want to be like you. Then they'll be a little more open to what you have to say about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, just be you know, open conversation. Don't let it be awkward. <clears throat> Costa McAfee study about yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so my point with I'm not saying that like it doesn't fucking matter or not if you wear like I said I prefer organic clothing. I know that like there's a lot of studies showing how um, the inorganic materials do affect our fertility and things like that. Absolutely. What I'm saying is that it's like a lot of things. It's like EMF. It's like toxins in our food, in our environment. When you are charged up enough, energized enough to that, you have a high degree of chi, chi pressure in your channels, chi pressure in your meridians, your energy body's fucking jacked. It's expansive. You literally bend reality around you. It's like you, you know, you program water, you can detoxify water by loving it. Sounds fucking weird, but there's scientific fucking research on that shit. It's the same thing with anything. You do your cultivation, you do your practice. I guarantee if they did the same study on me, they'd be like, well, this fucking, I don't know, cotton, cotton, he's, he's horny as fuck. Polyester underwear, he's slightly less horny as fuck. I don't know, but there's something to it for sure. So what, what I'm saying here is that it's definitely a factor as well. And it's important. Um, but uh, what I was saying is like, there's other things that are even way more hazards. So like, it's just, it's, it's another thing, but yeah, no, overall I recommend wearing organic clothing. I've seen the studies. I've seen the stuff. I know what you're talking about, but, uh, I'm, uh, here's the thing. Uh, there's an interesting kind of quote I saw where it's like, basically, do you want to be a fragile flower 
where you rely on just the right food, just the right circumstances, just the right soil and everything. And if you don't have that, you're fucked, you're dead. That's how you know, flowers are, a delicate plant, right? Or would you rather be like a weed where you're subject to some toxicity, you're subject to some pressure and you adapt to it. You learn to transmute it like a fucking alchemist. That's what alchemy is. You, you, trans, you basically transmute toxicity into abundance, to something beneficial. Um, when you do Qigong, when you do cultivation, this is what you do you are able to thrive in toxic environments. You know, I mean, I, 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 I was fed a garbage diet a lot of my life. I drank fucking tap water from the city for many years. Um, I did all kinds, I took all kinds of shitty substances that probably should have killed me, you know, and I'm pretty healthy right now. Yeah. I had to do some detoxing things like that, but this is the thing. When you become incredibly energized, when you're doing your practice, you're doing your cultivation, you bend reality around you. All this shit, this fucking toxicity that they're trying to you know, neuter us, castrate us, even kill us with, it's not going to hurt you. That's the ultimate protection. But, you know, wearing organic materials and, you know, all the other things, it's going to help too. But that's the most important thing. Don't forget the fact that you are powerful. They've convinced you that you're just a piece of shit who has no power. You're just another animal locked in a cage, just uh, subject to whatever powers are above you. It's bullshit. That's not humanity. We are very powerful beings. And when we remember that, we bend reality to our will. That's why they're trying to keep us so fucking distracted, so afraid, and uh, too busy to remember this so that we're just doing weird shit all day, running in circles, forgetting that we can literally control our reality. We just have to focus on what we want and put our energy into things. Oh, that's that's the big lesson today, my friends. Whew. All right, guys, I got to wrap it up. I got I got a nadon training to get to. Um, let me take like one or two more questions here just to, to wrap out. To wrap out. Mindfully focus on contracting and relaxing BC muscle without activating the larger PC muscle, proving control there. Yeah, I mean, you're all there's always going to be a little bit of engagement in the surrounding muscle groups. I don't think you can one you can't 100 percent isolate the pelvic floor muscles. What helped me get more isolation in the pelvic floor muscles was using an aneros, which is a prostate massager. Sticking this thing up my butt gives you very direct feedback of what's happening down there. But I'm not really that interested in that type of, I mean, you know, yeah, I developed a lot of whatever, but my whole thing is when I'm, when I'm having sex, doing sexual practices, I'm not using excessive amounts of tension down there anyway. So, yeah. Nathan Karoka says, I've been practicing for a year and a half and I'm loving every step of the way. I've noticed much of my life has changed thanks to being introduced to you. Glad to hear it, Nathan. Doing the work. I'm just here to help everyone remember that there's better options out there. You know what I mean? Such as being self-empowered, such as uh, building chi, building a dantian, opening a microcosmic orbit, having a non-ejaculatory orgasm, sipping some dandelion root tea while I'm fucking spreading the good word, my friends. We're in this together. I'm trying to help you guys remember, you know, just help, helping everybody wake up and be like, oh, shit, we're actually, uh, there's actually way more to life than this bullshit we've been spoon-fed, huh? Uh, Nathan says, when you were first beginning these practices, what were the key things that helped you evolve your practice to the next level? Trial and error, trial and error, trial and error. Studying with teachers, studying systems, practice, 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 practice. Um, but some practical things, The big one of the big things for me was Dantian work because this was kind of skipped in the system I developed. And uh, really being able to, uh, building the Dantian, more chi pressure, 
equals more chi through the microcosmic orbit and everything equal equals a more tangible experience and more like, okay, yeah, something's really happening here and better health and energy too. I would say another thing is the ability to really absorb the mind into the body. One of the challenges people have with these practices is they try to do everything from their head. So they're just like imagining things, just, okay, I'm visualizing, I'm seeing it as a mental image entirely. Meanwhile, I'm just like cut off from the rest of my body. Um, so where your, your practice becomes delusional, like, you know, we, we've all met the hippie who's like, yeah, man, I'm fucking, I'm in 5D consciousness now and I can send my energy body to Venus to fuck around there and all these things. But like, you know, he's tripping over his own feet. He's living off of sprouts. He's got no money. He's bumming on his friend's couch going, you know, you know what I mean? So, so like having some reality to it all is, is important as well. Um, so yeah, having the, like being able to really absorb the mind into the body, just absorbing the mind into the body is known as Ting Jin in the internal arts like like it's like your mind is a is a liquid it has this liquid quality it's like absorbing into your body like a like filling up a sponge and it's you can just sit and do this and the more that you develop this ability to absorb your mind into your body the more you will be able to affect your chi because it's that interaction between mind and body that creates this combustion effect of the chi activating in and that's how you be able to um um be able to circulate energy to where you just move your mind and the energy moves it's having that really strong absorption of mind into your body your energy body okay and okay this is i okay last thing here chimbu chimbu piccanini says i wear wool underwear and i am strangely attracted to sheep <laughs> i love it i love it we got we got we got we got what was the would you jack off the horse uh, some of you just tuned in like what the fuck and uh, we got chimbu's who's wearing wool underwear and he's attracted to sheep I love it. And with that, we are signing off. I'm signing off, my friends. Again, male sexual mastery secrets free training next Friday. Oh, it's going to be fucking epic. What? This is going to be the sexual education we should have gotten. How to have non-ejaculatory orgasms. How to last for hours in bed. Completely overcome premature ejaculation. Uh, how to move your sexual energy. Cultivate it. Circulate it through your body to channel it into more happiness, success, and awesomeness in your life so sign up for that it's free it's next friday it's gonna blow your mind it's gonna change your life next uh next friday the link is in the description of my youtube video the link is in my instagram bio okay key roden what's so what's so important type of question one 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 second guys we, we we had a really important question i'm waiting Key Roden is doing semen retention, has wet dreams every 10 days. Watch my YouTube video on wet dreams. I made one recently. And every anything I would say now is in that video. So I'm just going to save us all a little bit of time because I've answered this question many times. Go watch that video. Sexual Kung Fu, wet dreams. Watch the most recent one. It will answer your question. Roy, I don't see your question. Um, It must have gotten not posted youtube didn't accept it xp9 leafy greens being more toxic than helpful for the body i don't know i've i've eaten leafy greens my whole life and i i feel great when i eat them i know there's a lot of science and all these things and i like i don't know i see research scientific studies showing that vegan diet is like the ultimate health for humanity and everything else is going to 
I, there's scientific studies showing, yeah, the, the carnivore diet is the only thing. Ox, you know, fucking everyone's unique. Everyone's, you know, freaking. Anyways, yeah. There's that. Okay, guys, I'm signing off. I'm, I'm overdue. Sign up for the free training next Friday. The link's in the description of the video, Instagram bio. Uh, take it easy, my friends. We'll see you soon. Yes.